0: Want an ad free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 to get 20 20 bet you get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, January 24th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. London's Metropolitan Police announced it will begin using live facial recognition cameras for the first time on city streets. The cameras will be used in five to six hour intervals with a specific list of suspects for serious and violent crimes drawn up each time for identification. Cameras will be signposted, limited to small targeted areas, with police handing out leaflets on the technology and implementation. The Met said that in 10 tests of the cameras, the system was able to identify faces that passed in front of the camera 70% of the time with a false positive rate of 1 in 1,000. However, an independent review from the University of Essex Human Rights Center found that only 8 out of 42 matches were verifiably correct. Google's information security engineering team have detailed security issues in Safari's anti-tracking system called Intelligent Tracking Prevention, or ITP. ITP is meant to restrict cookies. Google found that the way web content was treated differently by tracking prevention could actually be used to track you. Apple fixed some of the issues in its December security update, but Google says the fixes don't address the underlying problem. ITP uses an on-device algorithm to collect details about sites visited. Google detailed five attacks that can discover that information. Microsoft is making developer tools available for its dual-screen Microsoft Duo Android device. By default, apps will occupy a single screen and users can choose to span the app across both displays. Developers can change that to another treatment. Microsoft suggests Master and Detail, where the second screen relates to the first, two pages for side-by-side document pages, dual view with different views on each screen, and companion pane, which might offer controls on one screen for the main view on the other. Microsoft also suggests running two instances of an app side-by-side with drag-and-drop capability between them. An Android emulator is out today for testing Duo apps. A preview SDK and emulator for the Windows 10X-based Neo is also on the way. Microsoft has made web-standard proposals for dual-screen devices as well. Sonos CEO Patrick Spence published a statement clarifying the company's earlier announcement that it will stop delivering software updates to older products in May. Spence reiterated that all affected products will continue working after May, with Sonos providing bug fixes and security patches as long as possible. He also stated, quote, if we run into something core to the experience that can't be addressed, we'll work to offer an alternative solution and let you know about any changes you'll see in your experience. A new report from the analyst firm Location Sciences estimates that since the launch of iOS 13, the amount of background location data gathered by marketers dropped 68%, with foreground location sharing down 24%. This is attributed to the pop-up windows introduced in iOS 13, which allow users to opt into one-time, foreground, or background location sharing per application. Location Sciences CBO Jason Smith predicts this drop will likely spur marketers to use IP addresses for location information, which does not indicate a precise location and can be masked by things like VPNs. When contacted by Fast Company about the report, a Google spokesperson said that when presented with the option to share location data only when actively using an app, Android users select the option about 50% of the time. Google announced its search engine for datasets, Dataset Search, is now out of beta. Dataset Search launched in 2018 and lets any open access dataset add in metadata tags to its webpage to be indexed by Google. As part of its official release, Dataset Search is now available on mobile and includes new filters for data types, geographic areas covered, and whether it's free to use. Google indexes almost 25 million datasets with the service. Boston Dynamics announced it posted its software development kit for its Spot robot on GitHub. The SDK had previously been available to developers in its early adopter program, but developers will still need to be part of that program to lease a Spot robot to test code on. According to Boston Dynamics, the SDK will let developers create custom methods of controlling the robot, integrate sensor information into data analysis tools, and design custom payloads. AT&T's DirecTV has asked the U.S. FCC for a rules waiver to conduct emergency operations to deorbit the Spaceway-1 satellite. Spaceway-1 suffered damage to its batteries. Right now, it's operating off solar power, but an upcoming eclipse would apparently cause unavoidable use of that damaged battery. That use could cause the battery to burst. So DirecTV wants to fully deorbit and decommission the satellite before the eclipse season begins on February 25th. The waiver is needed because there isn't time to use up or expel all the propellant on the satellite. The reason the FCC requires all fuel to be expelled is to avoid an explosion. But DirecTV points out that if you don't bring the satellite out of orbit before the eclipse starts, you also have a risk of an explosion. And finally, as part of an SEC filing, Broadcom disclosed it will sell $15 billion in wireless components to Apple to be used in forthcoming products, launching over the next 42 months. Broadcom currently makes Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and RF front-end chips for the iPhone 11, and Apple represented 20% of the company's net revenue in 2019. It's unclear which products this deal will ultimately be supplying and if it includes any 5G-related components.